when you own or be owned, you could do so much. You could do so much because a lot of times in our community, uh, we're complaining mostly about income, jobs, real estate, apartments. Like, if we're looking at the majority of the things that we have going on, those are most of the issues. And I said, I can help with that. I can, I can push the culture forward humbly with some skills and some strategies and my um, galvanizing or leadership skills per se and, and control some stuff and it feels good. Hey, this is your host, Dan Wynn, and welcome to the Financial Freedom Journal where we talk real deals, real numbers and real lessons learned with successful real estate entrepreneurs to help you on your journey to financial freedom. If you find value in this episode, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast and share this episode with a friend. Lastly, make sure to follow the Financial Freedom Journal Real Estate Investing Group on Facebook. We're building a community that's dedicated to helping you transact your next deal. What's going on, guys? It's Dan Wynn with the Financial Freedom Journal. I have with me Mr. Andre C. Hatchett. Um, I'll let him introduce himself. He, he has a lot going on. He's a, a very influential uh, person within our culture. I see a lot of him. I see a lot from him on social media everywhere, and I, and I love I love the movement that that uh, you've got going on. I love everything you're doing. So uh, please, would you mind uh, telling us a little bit about yourself? You know who you are, what you do, and where you're from. Yeah, good stuff, man. I was honored to be here. Hey guys, how are you? I'm Andre C. Hatchett. Um, now I'm a three time author. Um, I, I, I suppose. I've self-published three books. I have a I have a few successful online academies. One being the Black Real Estate School, where we teach Black people how to invest from our people to our people. The NotaryBusinessSchool.com, uh, where we show, show people how to become successful, profitable mobile notary publics. And I'm just a hardcore entrepreneur, man. Thirty-seven years old, uh, Jamaican heritage, born in New York, travel between New York and Atlanta currently. And a black guy who, who wants to help our people win and make an honest dollar, man. And, and I, I love it. Like, like I said, there's a, there's not. I don't see too many people that's um, uh, strictly targeting our culture, and uh, at least in a positive light, in in, in doing so, uh, trying to increase financial literacy and also uh, increase um, wealth. You know, building wealth. So, I, like I said, I, I love that. I love everything about that. So. Um, that's great. And like I said, I, I met you or I heard about you. I learned about you from the black real estate school, which is, uh, I know it's taken off. It seems like it's a, it's a great program uh, for people to learn and, um, and kind of get the foot in the door. And I see, I see a lot all over, um, uh, about you on IG. We'll put, post the links. It'll be right below his, uh, okay. right below his, uh, picture there. So you'll see those there. Please reach out to him. It's, uh, it's a phenomenal movement. I love it. So, Thanks. um, can you uh, can you walk us through? I know you're. I know you speak a lot about real estate. So you know, the Black yes. Real Estate School. So mm -hmm. can you talk about some of your deals that you've done? Uh, maybe what was your first deal and what, what did that look like? Maybe some of the numbers. Yeah, yeah. So um, I I got my first property when I was 22. I went from mom's to my place. I I, I didn't have enough money and I wasn't gonna rent. So uh, I, I I said. I'm going to do this thing. I, I, so, so I stayed home. I, I saved. I, so I, I, I'm, I'm going I'm to give um, um, a detailed backstory. I was, I was making 15 15 an hour at the time 
I was working with special needs children. So that's not a ton of money to do a lot. So I have to be very strategic with every dollar I made. And when I say every dollar, I mean every dollar. I wrote down every dollar I earned and spent for like two and a half years, man, like literally two and a half years, man. Um, I, I wouldn't go above 30% of what I made for a day. And, and I spurred once every two weeks or so. And I maybe got like red lobster or massage or something. I just didn't, I just didn't have it. So I was able to get a place in uh, Yonkers, New York. It's a co-op for people who are outside of the New York, New York area. Uh, you just call it a condo. Yeah. So you got that. Uh, it was like 53000 put $5,500 down or so. Um, big studio apartment. It's, about 600 square feet parking spot and I got it because that's what I could afford and it made sense <laughs> it made sense um I knew uh, my aunt would want me to go look at it and she was like get it Andy everyone calls me Andy my family get it Andy because um, my, my payments are like 600 bucks a month right and yeah if I would have rented it out even then I could have rented it out for like $900 a month now with the resurgence of Yonkers I could probably get like 12 or 1500 bucks a month for this nice. thing so nice. yeah man that was the first deal and man i felt really good about myself you know why because at that age a lot of people a lot of my friends were my, my cohorts were like graduating college that they have their route and they have their plan all mapped out. I didn't go that route. I worked, I went to school here and there, but it wasn't really my thing like that. I knew that um, accumulating assets was my thing and, and I did it. Yeah. And I was still one. Dude, that's great, man. I, I, I love hearing that story. I mean, uh, you have a phenomenal story, especially, you know, you went from basically making minimum wage and you went and bought a condo. It's that, that first deal, that first deal is so important for, uh, for everybody, because it changes the mindset. It changes how you think about things and how you view things. You said it yourself. Um, you're good at acquiring assets now, and now you're building multiple businesses. Those are all assets, so it's phenomenal. Can you can you um, talk a little bit about maybe how you found it and um, how you? Well, you you kind of went over how you structured it, and and um, as far as I think you said you put some money into it, um, so leveraging. Um, can you also talk about maybe uh, what what that meant to you as far as being able to leverage uh, a little bit of money for a larger piece of asset? Yeah, yeah. So um, I kept my credit stellar. Um, I also had a car, an Acura Legend. It died. Right, I probably like twenty one at that time. Now this was a crucial point to the whole story here. I want, I want to try to get this in here. I had like seven ten thousand dollars in the bank. Twenty one car died. Seven twenty credit score. It was, you know, fork in the road time. Either go get a car, which I got to finance at least like, you know, like a, a nice car, Benz, a little BMW, something hot, right? But I took the bus. I was like, I knew enough from reading uh, about that the income ratios that the car would take me out of the mortgage qualification game. So I stuck it out, rode the bus. So, yes. Um, I saw, I saw it in the newspaper. This is going back a little bit, right? So, so I saw the listing in the newspaper and I was like, co-op, um, no board approval. Um, I was like, okay, this, this makes sense. So I call, I called and I went to go see it that day that now they were having an open house that Saturday or Sunday. This was a Friday. I was like, can I come today? So I went that day and I handed in an offer. My aunt said, don't, lowball it don't try to 
just offer full price. So I was like, I, don't, I, I offered full price and I did so because here was her logic. Um, I've been looking for a while and it's, it's not worth losing out on the deal over a thousand or two thousand dollars because on your mortgage payment, that's like 20 or 30 bucks a month. And I was like, all right, you're right. So I handed it in. Um, they told me the offer was accepted. I think they called me back the Monday after the open house. I'm actually glad I, I'm actually glad I was so aggressive and went before the open house because I, I was able to beat out everybody. Um, Close a couple months afterwards. First time getting a mortgage or even talking to like a mortgage broker in detail and doing all this stuff. And I, it, it was a real, it was real, man. I, now I think about it like, wow, like I was I a young dude. <laughs> I was a young dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was still one, man. That was still one. Um, so yeah, our newspaper went to go see before the open house, handed in the offer full asking price. 720, 740 credit score. I was able to get a very good rate, 4.5%. I think it was, I believe, 4.25, 4.5%. Um, parking, mortgage, and maintenance, uh, 620, a month or so. And yeah, man, I still own the property now. So what do you My do? My brother lives now? there. Oh, so your brother lives there. Okay, mm -hmm. so you're, you're able to help out help out family members with uh, through the through the yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Keep it in the fam. That's great, man. That's great. Do you have any uh, future plan for it outside? Of, I mean, I'm assuming is your brother just at least just paying off the mortgage, paying down the debt? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I'm not, I'm not making any money on it currently, but yeah. but once he moves out of there, um, I'll rent it out. I'll I'll clean it up. So if you're familiar with yeah, you got it, you got it. If you're if you're familiar with um the New York and the Westchester County area, Yonkers had a pretty bad rep for a while, but a lot of that has changed. They are putting millions and millions and million dollars into right where i'm at so before it, the area was what they call sketchy but, opportunity um, zones now right opportunity zones the g word gentrification all that stuff uh i knew it was coming which is why i was cool with it like i was like right, i'll just wait it out it's gonna change and all kinds of high rises then like waterfront restaurants so yeah man um i'm not i'm not ever gonna sell that thing dude that's excellent that's excellent dude that's that's phenomenal. So, um, yeah. So, first deal. So, where where are you at right now? How many how many deals have you done so far? I mean, I know you um, did that first deal. You're helping out the family. Um, mm -hmm. it seems like it's phenomenal returns. You you invested in opportunity zone before they were called opportunity zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and you're able to capitalize on that. So now so now where where are you sitting at? So now I'm at six um six units, a couple of those one of those a duplex. One is a duplex. Um and, and some of those I co own as well. Um yeah. so so I'm fine with co owning stuff. I'm okay with it. I like it. So I'm not one of those people who needs to control everything I do. I don't even want to control everything I do, dude. I, I, I'm fine being the top dog on some stuff, and I'm fine being the minority partner on some stuff. So we got three in Detroit. We're working on another one. Um, one of those ones in Detroit is a duplex. We got it from an auction for like a few thousand dollars. Um, so, so, so what we're going to do is renovate it and get it back on the market. Um, I have a couple more in Atlanta. And yeah, man. So, so Yonkers, Detroit, Atlanta for now. So why, I'm just curious, why those markets? Um, why, why Detroit? Cause that just, I, I guess I get Atlanta cause you said you go from New York, New York to Atlanta, but where's, where does that come from Detroit? So I like bad neighborhoods and I'm using air quotes bad, what they call bad. So, um, underserved hoods, ghettos, whatever you want to call it. I like those areas. Uh, and Detroit's a major market. It's a major market and it's going to change. You're it's right. actually changing now. So, 
And it's cheap. You know how much we got these houses for out there, man? For like twelve, fifteen, thirty thousand dollars. That's hard to find in other parts of the country. So yeah. it's cheap. Yeah. It makes sense. And we're in it for the long term. I mean, with the group or and groups even on my own, I could and and that's the plan to get one to get in on one house a month for the next year and change. So either be either be full owner or minority owner of one house a month at least for the next 12 to 18 months. And at, there aren't a lot of markets where me, where I personally could do that as. So that's where I can do it. So that's where I'm at. I imagine there's also a, um, a secondary reason for vote, for, for investing in those and uh, what opportunity zones, if you will. Um, yeah. You, you talk a lot about um, owner be owned. I love that quote. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming, I'm assuming you, you coined that quote. I did, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I love that. Owner be owned, you know. Appreciate it. Yeah, hey, you got you got to own some land, or you know, someone else is owning it for you, and you're paying someone else, basically. So I, I really do like that uh, quote. But um, I assume that you're investing in the opportunity zones um, outside of just hey, it's it's cheap. But I'm assuming it's a way to kind of get back to the culture, maybe teach others in the area. I, I, can, can you expound on that a little bit about like some of the things that you're doing within those areas? Yeah. Yeah. So when you are the landlord, you're able to pick the tenant. So if somebody um, has had a ding on their credit report, but it was like a long time ago, um, or they can put a couple of months down security deposit, even though their income might be um, a little bit off the books per se, you're in control of this. So a lot of our people, I mean, let's just be frank we've been through something. A lot of us have been through something and we're able to actually give people a chance, a fair shake at life. We're able to charge a little bit under the average rent for the areas, which we've done for all our Detroit properties. Uh, we have to work with people and, and, and we're even looking at even trying to sell them some properties that we get via seller financing where we become the bank yeah. and they're paying us the money directly and, and we can look past certain things. So, when you own or be owned, you could do so much. You could do so much because a lot of times in our community, uh, we're complaining mostly about income, jobs, real estate, apartments. Like, if we're looking at the majority of the things that we have going on, those are most of the issues. And I said, I can help with that. I can, I can push the culture forward humbly with some skills and some strategies and my um, galvanizing or leadership skills per se and, and control some stuff. And it feels good. It does, man. I, I definitely understand. I have a, I have a, a four unit in a, what, what some would say kind of an opportunity zone as well. Nice. And um, uh, I have a couple section eight tenants and um, I've been able to do a lot with, uh, with, as I was going through the renovation, at least um, involving them in the renovation, kind of talking them through what the numbers look like, not, you know, just, just being able to educate others who might not be exposed to it. So I think um, I'll talk, the, the conversation that I have with other friends, um, we talk about this all a, a lot, you know, why, why is homeownership within our culture? Um, probably the, I think the lowest amongst any other, any other race. Yeah. Well, we came to the conclusion, I'm not saying what we, what, tends to get brought up is uh, just a lack of exposure, the lack of um, it kind of being brought into uh, the school system, um, especially the minority school systems, um, mm -hmm. like our school systems. Um, and then also just being, just talking about wealth and talking about um, real estate and finances amongst each other. That's typically a, a kind of a no-go thing. Usually if you get around 
you know, you, you get around a, a group of my friends, at least uh, from where I'm from, we don't really typically talk about, about money. You know, it's, it's kind of a taboo subject. We're more talking about, you know, what's on TV or pop culture, you know? So um, I think changing that narrative, kind of what you're doing, exactly what you're doing, um, you're, through your social media presence and then also your black real estate school, also your mobile notary school. Um, I, I just think it's phenomenal. Uh, that's, that's the way to, to make, make a change. Yeah. yeah I, I appreciate that. So, so what I was just trying to do when I started, man, I was like, it, it was exactly that. I was like a lot of people we're talking about stuff. And, and again, like I go out, I, I do, you know, I have a good time, but it was a concentrated effort almost to force people to talk about assets and, and life insurance. So, so I was just throwing it out there. I was literally, I, I didn't have an exact plan per se. I didn't know I was going to build these online academies. I know that I know how to get a house or two and I know how to make a few dollars as a mobile notary public. And I just know how to start stuff. I know how to start and get going. And I said, I'm just going to throw it out there, man, and see where it lands. So that was about six years ago and still here. And I actually feel now that it's becoming the norm. It's becoming more of the norm where we're having these conversations, where we're targeting going to a black owned restaurant, to eat, mm. um, where we're talking about group ep economics. I had people hit me up who said, hey, look, I've been, I've been watching you for years. Um, I just started and, and thank you. I was like, wow, that's, that's deep. But now it's becoming more the norm. It's becoming almost trendy. I, I just hope it stays there. That's I Dude, I love it, man. I, there's, there's, I can't, I can't say enough about it, man. It really does uh, excite me. Um, like I said, seeing the movement that you have going on, seeing people like you and uh, Jay Morrison, and yeah. um, there's a lot of others that are that are really um, that are really in the real estate in the real estate game right now. I think uh, Jay you? did uh, Trap at Tulsa Real Estate Investors Fund. Yeah, yeah, Tulsa Real Estate Fund. Um, I actually was working with them in the initial stages. I was in charge of the social media management, and I hosted the Tulsa Thursday podcast. So, yeah, I helped them get the off the ground for about a year and a half. And, man, listen, it just goes to show we raised $11 million within the first seven or so days, yeah. something along those lines. And it was just like, we're ready. We as the people, we're ready to do some stuff together. We've all heard about the cliches. We don't work together. It's like, man, that narrative is over now. Like, like all these negative memes and all these negative stereotypes, man, our generation has, has step by step done our, done a very good job. I, I got to say to eliminate those things because we're working together. We're talking about it. We're owning assets. Um, a lot of my fr a lot of my black male friends are either married or in long term relationships. I I definitely see our our race moving forward, Dan, and I'm and I'm very proud of that. Yeah, big time. And people like you, you know, are are, are really pushing it. You know, helping pull that pull that uh pull that load. So, like I said, I had to reach out to you. So it's it's good stuff. Good man. So, uh, so tracking you have six deals right now. Some of them are co owned. Um, do you have any unique experiences or like something that you want to touch on, like a lesson learned that might, that might yeah. help other viewers? Yeah, man. So when I was, so I, I, I was on a good run, right? 22, the first place, 23, another place with my aunt in Decatur, 23, 24, the mobile notary business, 25 was bad. Okay. I got scammed by my cousin on some deals, oh. also in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Not so the cousin, not the cousin, older cousin, yeah. older cousin, big cousin. 
man. So come to find out, he ripped off he ripped off some other family members too, man. Some people who were very I like I say who but close to him. So this guy was a it was a low life, man. So um, it was it was during the mortgage hype. Uh, the appraisers and the lenders they were jacking up the properties, the, the value of them. Um, people like me didn't know we bought them, and we could only rent them out for like one fourth or even half of the mortgage. Wow. Uh, yeah, man. And I lost three properties. I had like twenty thousand saved. I lost three properties. Um, my credit score, which I told you was great, that was bad. Five out of seven. Hated real estate. Hated, hated, hated life for like a solid year and a half, two years. So yes, I have been through the ringer. I have been oh. through the ringer. So some people would call that an L, right? And and like a lot of times people think L's are for losses, dude. But for entrepreneurs like yourself and I, I look at L's as lessons learned, right? Totally. So yep. What was your lesson learned in that? Because I have I have a very similar experience. I've talked through. I, oh wow. I, you know, um, I've talked through it on a, on a different video, but I have a very similar experience. So what did you learn from that? And what 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 would you say would help someone else that's watching this? Yeah, um, trust but verify. So um, it was someone who I look up to, someone who, and, and just because someone's doing really well, it doesn't mean they're honest because he he owned like probably twenty or forty units that then, um, but yeah. So trust but verify, and, and and get outside opinions who aren't related to the deal. So if you're asking your real estate agent, hopefully they'll give you the real, but they might not. If you're asking someone who's selling you the deal, hopefully they'll give you the real, but they might not. Get a third party, even if you got to pay them. Like, say, hey, look, I got a, something I'm working on. Can I pay you for uh, an hour or two, or two of your time? Get an outside opinion that's not related to the deal and, um, and, and, and give them their take and, and get honest feedback from them and then take it from there. So here's something that I realized is once things start going bad, immediately find a way to get out. So I was trying to hold on. I should have just done a short sale right away, but I was too distraught, man. I was I was upset, not just because it was a it was it was a loss because I was scammed by someone who who's who literally blood, literally blood. So, but get, as soon as things start to hit the fan, get help and and do your best to resolve the situation as as soon as as, as humanly possible, and accept the lesson, accept it, and do your best to do the right thing and and learn from it going forward. Big time, man. That's that's definitely true. Trust but verify, and then also get it outside. You know, get outside resources to help, and that 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 is a uh, very solid information. Uh, can definitely help uh, someone else that's watching this mm -hmm. um, for sure. So, um, just I just want to backtrack just a little bit because you did talk about seller financing. For those out there who who might not know what seller financing is, can you can you kind of explain that? And just give a quick example of how that why that could be beneficial. It, it kind of almost goes directly with owner be owned because yeah. <laughs> that's the ultimate type of ownership, right? So. Oh, it doesn't get much more ownership, much more boss than that. So <laughs> here's what seller financing, and it goes to real estate, land, businesses, whatever, um, cars, whatever it is. So if you own um, a piece of property, a lot, or a duplex free and clear, you can sell it via seller financing. That's where the buyer will give you um, 10% down or zero down or whatever you guys come up with, you guys will negotiate the interest rate. It's usually slightly above market rate because you're holding the risk as the bank and they will pay you on a monthly basis for five years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever you two decide. So if you own something free and clear, you can sell it and the person will pay you the money the same way that we pay Shank, um, 
Case and and um, and Wells Fargo are mortgage money now. Correct. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I see a lot of people leverage that through. Um, so I've seen mobile. Home, I've seen a lot of mobile home owners leverage use use seller financing. So they'll buy a mobile home, or even even in this case, they'll buy a um, a house that's maybe twenty thousand dollars, like you said, right? Mm -hmm. And then someone will come by um, the contract that you work requires a three thousand dollar down payment and then mm -hmm. you know they continue to make mortgage payments plus a little bit extra just to keep that home locked in at the certain rate that you guys ag agreed at so i hear that works out a lot i have not done seller financing myself but um but yeah i i know that the power of it because you literally become the bank and i think that's pretty cool so. yeah and it's so dope because you're able to look out for someone who might have a credit problem. Maybe they might make some money. Um, they, they might make good money, but not show a lot of money tax-wise. Maybe they uh, are all leveraged out mortgage-wise. So you're, you're able to get some pretty cool stuff done. And, and because you're probably, they're probably in a situation where they kind of need you, you can charge a slightly higher than average. Or hopefully you don't gouge anybody, but you know, a slightly higher than the going rate that banks charge because you're taking on um, a whole lot of risk. And you're right. I mean, that's a major key too, because you, you talk about giving back to the culture, right? That's an easy way to, uh, to help someone in need. Like, it, just like you said, get someone into a home. Hey, you can sell a finance. We're not going to charge you some crazy, some crazy rate, but you know, obviously we have to make a little bit of money off. Of it. Yeah. But, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, you can help someone get into their first home that way. That's, that's definitely, that's definitely feasible. Yeah. And, th and that's why home ownership is so important for us. Um, Right. That's what's so important for us because once we do these things, we got to think about the next generation of people and we're able to give them a leg up because we did some of the hard work initially. You're right. You're right. Definitely. So what's next for you and your businesses as far as um, the, the mobile notary, the uh, black real estate school? I know there's a, you got an app out right now as well. Um, what, what's next for you? What are you, what are you looking to get into next? Man, you know, I'm, um, I'm enjoying the online teaching. I've been able to, uh, to get some co-teachers on to teach on the platforms. I actually have been able to get a bunch of my former students uh, to start teaching on the platform. So, like, it's good to, it's good to know that you're um, doing something that helps them go out and buy homes and become open orders successful, and then they come back and they teach the next round of cohorts. So I'm going to grow that, going to expand that, and I actually have a holding company. I actually have a holding company where we're going to be um, more aggressive about buying properties as a group, give everybody a fair return. And I'm and really trying to get like a property a month. If I can get a property a month, so we're in like June, July-ish now, a property a month for the next 18 months at least, um, I'm 37. I'll be looking really pretty at 40. So yeah. that's what I'm thinking about. I stopped thinking dated. I stopped being a short-term guy, which, which I'm glad I did. I started being a more of a, a mid-range, long-term guy. When I did, I actually became more successful. So that's the plan. Right now, everything I'm doing now is for 40. So, so about three years. Great, man. Great. You got a three-year plan going on. Um, so essentially what you said is financial freedom. And I'm going to hit, hit on that here, here in a second. But obviously that's the, that's the title of my, of the YouTube channel, you know, financial. Yep. Um, but so in three years, that's, you're, you're looking to uh, get, gather enough properties. I'm assuming to uh, achieve your financial freedom, correct? Yeah. 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 The goal is to be able to have the option around that 40th range to, to <laughs> 
spend a lot of time on the beach or Thailand or Jamaica or whatever I want. I don't know how I don't know how how much I'm gonna do it, but I want the option, man. I I want the option. That's the key, man. Just having the option, and the ability to do it. Because now what you're doing is a choice. So everything that you give of yourself at that point is true. Is is I feel like that's true passion. That's that's something that you truly want to do because you have a choice not to do it. You know. <laughs> that's the truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. And um and I also so so. Part of my plan as well is be able to help supplement my, my parents' retirement. So, so they're around the, on the early 60s age. So um, a lot of things that I did was actually for them as well. I actually haven't even really told them, but um, I'm hoping that they'll be able to start working through what they've done on their own and what I have going on as well the next couple of years. Definitely. That's real freedom. That's that's real freedom. That's a super noble cause. I, I like I like that, man. That's, Thanks, man. That's really nice. Um, so we talk about financial freedom. What does financial freedom mean to you? Um, the option of working from wherever I am in the world, the option of uh, sleeping late, um, being able to help people out, um, whether it be with information, with time, with money, but being able to give somebody a strategy or a plan or a down payment or, or something to open up the door for them. And um, I, I'm not a minimalist uh, per se for, for, but I'm not a mat. Like, like I, I don't need 10 cars. I don't even like two. Like, that's a lot of itself. I'm just not that guy. I just want assets coming in so I can do what I want when I want. And so I can help people open up the door for themselves, man. Um, if I can get my uh, siblings, the seven of us, um, all, all to have the option to have my nephews and my nieces do what they want to do, like, like go to college, not go to college, whatever. If I'm able to help, help get that stuff in, in order, man, I feel really good about myself. Dude, uh, 100% right here, man. I definitely, definitely feel that. understand that's, uh, part of my, my goals list is that big thing. I think every individual has the ability to completely change everything about their legacy, their whole entire lineage. Yeah. Uh, everything that you're doing right now and everything that you're building, all the assets that you're creating, all the assets that you're acquiring, all that that knowledge. You're teaching men to fish, right, uh, through your platform. You said they, you know, they you teach them and then they come back and teach. And you, you're spreading that knowledge across your family members, and they're probably doing the same thing. Just, Look at that ripple effect, man. That's crazy. How 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 you've been able to how one person can completely change not just not just your lineage, not just like your lineage, but everyone that you've come in contact, all the people that you've taught. Um, that's a major. That's a major thing. People talk about you know um, the marathon continuing, dude. Like, <laughs> hey. You know, um, I'm here for a reason, man, and I'm uh, I'm here to maximize it. And the fact that I'm able, to, you know, to hear positive words from guys like you, man, it means a lot to me. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Anytime, Andre. So, um, so how can how can our, my viewers get in contact with you? If anybody's watching this video, um, how can they get in contact with you and they can find out? How can they find out more about you? Yeah. So, um, you want some free game? Go to my YouTube channel. I've had content up there for like four, five, six years. Check it out. YouTube.com forward slash Andre Hatchet. Um, if you want some more detailed, structured systems to implement, check out the Notary Business School and the Black Real Estate School. Uh, we have had like a ninety, high ninety percent. Uh, 
success rate. And even people who don't follow through, they say, hey, Dre, like, this isn't my thing, but the game was tight. That's a huge compliment. Like, wow, that's that's tight. So um, I'm really proud of the work that we put in. If you want to learn how to make an extra few hundred bucks a week, or even on a good day, um, I, I would look at the mobile notary business. You could do it part-time, full-time in any city or state. And you could even set it up where you don't even have to do the jobs yourself. I had a job last week, paid two weeks ago, paid me 175. My friend did it for 85. I made 90 bucks. So you could do that a few times a day all over the country. It's a great niche business. Um, Instagram, Andre Hatchet and the Black Real Estate School. And honored to be here, brother Dan. Honored to be here, man. Hey, and, and everything uh, to my viewers out there, everything that he said, uh, most of it will be right below his picture. And then also check out the show links below um, where you can find out more about Andre's contact information will be there. Um, so is there, any, is there any last words you'd like to say to uh, any, any of the subscribers out there, anyone listening? Yeah, uh, get the ball started. So uh, there's no perfect way to get the thing uh, – there's no perfect investor out there, right? Something is going to happen along the way. You'll get better along the way. And even though I, I've had some great losses, I'm just glad I started. I'm just glad I've started because when you start, even your, your mess ups, you can teach and help somebody else grow and learn. Um, and don't be afraid. If you don't have a ton of money, don't be afraid to join up with some people and own 2%. Own 5%, own 7%. It doesn't matter. You know why? Because now you have... A, um, have the momentum. Now you have the confidence and that will trigger you to go out and make some more money to do some more stuff. So small ownership is still ownership. Just get in the game. Correct. Correct. Um, also, I'm just going to do a quick shout out to uh, AndreHatchet.com. You can also find yes. all the there as well. Um, mm -hmm. got a really nice website and uh, pretty much every, every single thing that we talked about here is on this website. Um, Andre Hatchet, H A T C H E T T uh, dot com, and uh, like I said, he re really looked this, uh, really looked uh, Mr. Hatchet up. Uh, just, just great individual, really giving back to the culture. Extremely, extremely, extremely happy to have you on the channel, um, and I look forward to hopefully, you know, well, we will continue to talk and uh, yes, we will <laughs> have, have other conversations. So, uh, yeah, just love it. Um, Make sure you guys uh, subscribe. Make sure you guys hit that like button down below. Hit the little ring, uh, the ring bell button down below. Um, if you have any questions for myself or Andre, please comment below or reach out to us on our social media platforms uh, listed right below uh, these, right below these, um, this video. Other than that, it's Dan Wynn signing out.